everybody, and welcome to the Balls Deep Dynasty Football Podcast, Season 1, Episode 1. League Commissioner Alan Byrne here alongside as ever. Boo earns himself. Owen Byrne. Owen, what's shaking? Oh, exciting stuff, exciting stuff. New league coming at you. Oh, yeah. New league. New members. New everything. It's all good. It's all good. This is the way to play NFL fantasy football. You guys are in for a treat. Yeah, this is definitely the new uh, the new regime and the way forward, and it's going to be exciting. It's really exciting. Absolutely, absolutely. So as we get started, what we're going to do here is we're going to uh, flick down through the uh, the guide that we recently issued, and we're going to look uh, in depth at a couple of the sections that are uh, a bit more complicated than you're used to in your redraft, and. Um, we're really going to base uh, what we talk about off our experiences of a similar league that we are currently playing in the UK. Both myself and Owen are into our first off-season that is full, chock-full of big decisions to be made as far as rosters, contracts, and the upcoming rookie draft. So it's all exciting. Uh, there's no off-season anymore. When you play Dynasty football, there's no off-season. Yeah, for sure. It's uh, even in the NFL off season, it's busier than, than during the year. Yeah, as you said earlier when we were talking, during the year is maintenance, off season time is decision yeah, time. Yeah. yeah, there's big decisions to be made, and they come thick and fast. Getting uh, closer That's to good. the NFL rookie draft, and it's gonna be that'll be turning the page, and it's gonna be great. Yeah, of course. And, of course, the NFL offseason in full flow at the moment. Uh, two massive trades have uh, taken place, all involving quarterbacks. An unprecedented offseason quarterback carousel underway. Jared Goff switches to the Lions for Stafford goes to the Rams. And just yesterday, Carson Wentz off to Indianapolis, leaving behind... Uh, the Philadelphia Eagles and Jalen Hurts now into a starting role pending no other quarterback being draft. drafted by the Eagles ooh yeah. exciting stuff uh, I think Hurts yeah. gets, his, uh, the gets Rams, his opportunity the Rams have come out on top there I think I think so I think so and uh, yeah but don't don't sleep on Carson Wentz and, uh, I have never slept on Carson Wentz never ever Wentz truther over here <laughs> they'll all come up the hill again and stand there with me well look in, in our current dynasty league I have Carson Wentz so I'm delighted that he's landed on uh, landed on his feet in a starting role I tried to trade uh, for Jalen Hurts during the off season here just to have some insurance as to what's going to happen in Philadelphia uh, that was rebuffed given that uh, the Wentz news was breaking that he would be traded so I'm, I'm delighted he landed on his feet yeah, you definitely got them in a, a good spot now. They just need one or two more weapons on the outside, and they're going to be contenders. That's it. That's it. Alrighty. The Ball's Deep Dynasty Football Guide recently went around to everyone. Uh, I know some of you are getting through it. There's a lot in it, a lot to unpack. Uh, briefly, uh, 
league settings uh, it, it kicks it off first. We're going to have 12 teams. Uh, a lot of action going on. Three divisions. We're going to set these divisions in the beginning. Uh, these are going to be set for the future of the league. Division champions are going to win a few a few euro at the season end uh, on their way to, to, to the playoffs, uh, which will be true weeks 14, 15, and 16, which is the usual way uh, we play fantasy football. Now, these weeks may change in the future if the NFL uh, does proceed to add an extra week in the in the uh, in the regular season schedule. Uh, if that's the case, we move uh, everything moves forward. We we play the first fourteen weeks regular season, and then the playoffs will be in weeks fifteen, sixteen, and seventeen, with the NFL finishing up on week eighteen. Um, our league rosters. This is a super flex league, I meaning we've got one spot that houses a quarterback, running back, wide receiver, or tight end in that super flex spot. Um, other than that, one QB, two RBs, two wide receivers, one tight end, one defense. And we're bringing back the kicker zone as their people too. Yeah, yeah. something like that. <laughs> you can, I can hear the excitement in your voice. Oh. <laughs> It seems it's it's necessary in the inside the bounds of this kind of league. This is the yeah, only league yeah. you should have kickers in. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Um, two injured reserve spots and ten practice squad spots. We'll get into the practice squad later, but before we went, uh, we got going on this podcast. Owen correctly pointed out that I missed adding in bench spots, of which there will be 11. So missing from that list is 11 bench spots. You're going to have a roster of 22 spots with two injured reserve and 10 practice squad, of which we'll get into later, as I said. So um, as we get questions from you guys and we answer them, our things need to be changed. I'll send out a full uh, revised uh, copy of the guide once you're ready to go. So 11 bench spots uh, is going to be added in there. Moving on. Article 2. Scoring is uh, fairly standard. What you need to know here is that it's a one-point PPR. That's one point per reception league, which again is standard to our uh, to our current redraft league. Um, and within the offensive players, you're going to get points for kickoff return yards, kickoff return touchdowns, punt return yards, punt return touchdowns. They're going to be allocated to your offensive player and not your defense, which is a, a strange uh, double up that happened in our redraft league last year. So I just wanted to clarify that that is, uh, you're fixed. not going to get defense. Yeah, fixed is right. I mean, that made no sense. No. <laughs> okay, so we move into Article 3, which is our first big section uh, uh, where, where you need to know uh, what's going on with this league. So first off, we've got a salary cap, which is going to be set at $74. You ask yourself, why is it set at $74? It is because we said so. Yes, correct. No, in all seriousness, in all seriousness, you're going to draft your first 10 spots through the auction draft. These 10 players are going to have basically a salary cap of $50 fit those 10 guys in 
and we're going to explain how that works in just a moment. The other $24 is going to be part of a standard snake draft where players uh, in drafted in rounds 11 to 13 are going to cost $3 a head. Rounds 14 to 17 will cost $2 a head. And rounds 17 to 22 will cost just $1 a head. So, the auction draft is probably the most fun draft I've ever been a part of. Yeah, yeah, agreed. It's so great. <laughs> it's so, it the unknown. It's, so it's the unknown. It is the unknown. And it, and, it, and it means it gives everyone... It gives everyone a fair shot at every play. Yeah, yeah. You want CMC, you go get him. <laughs> Absolutely. So you're not you're not bound by the look of the draw as to where you're positioned in the, in the draft. Yeah, that's great. So if you're pick twelve, you're not you're not getting a shot at CMC or your Barclays or your Mahomes or your Chubbs or whoever. You're going to have yeah. to just get whoever falls to your twelve. That does not happen in an auction draft. You've got the money. As Owen just said, you want the player, you go get him. Yeah, go get him. Pony up. Pony up is right. So effectively what's going to happen is we're going to set the draft order. And whoever has pick 101 is going to nominate any player in the NFL he wants. Anybody. From your CMCs to your Bo Scarboroughs. You can nominate <laughs> You can nominate that player for $1. You can nominate that player for $20. You can nominate that player for as much as you want or as little as you want. But if no one else bids on that player, he's locked into your roster. And he is one of your 10 guys. So you don't want to pick that Bo Scarborough for a buck. Because he's going to end up on your roster for a buck. And you're going to miss out on a top 100 player. So, each team is going to have is going to have to draft a maximum of ten players in this auction draft. Now, this the auction draft may roll on for twelve, fourteen rounds. Once you have ten players locked in, you can then pick any player you want. And if that player is still on your roster at the end, he'll just be cut off uh, as part of the commissioner powers. But once you hit that ten number ten. You're effectively out of the auction draft, regardless whether you've got cap space left. So you gotta be, uh, gotta be careful on who you pick. You can't get carried away, which happens. Which happens. It does happen. It does. It does. So, I have the 101 pick. I nominate Christian McCaffrey for a buck. Thirty seconds around the clock. Whoever wants to bid more than that can bid. You can bid multiple times. You can bid as much as you want. Owen can jump in at five bucks. Kieran can jump in at eight bucks, and so on and so on and so on. So the thirty-second clock runs down. Once it's inside ten seconds, every bid that's made jumps that clock back to ten seconds. You can't come in with a sneaky bid at the last second to snatch a guy away. It'll jump back to ten seconds, and everyone gets to keep it. No sniping. No sniping allowed. But. And this is what we will need to figure out, is that currently, Sleeper does not have the function to run an auction draft. 
Now, they've been working on it for the last year or two. Supposed to go live last year, didn't. May go live this year, we're not sure. So, the auction draft may be done on another site, which we will set up um, with the standard second half of the draft done on Sleeper. And look, we'll figure all that out and explain all that out in due course. But likely the situation is, is that you're going to have $200 in your kitty to spend on those 10 players and the cost at which you take a player will be divided by four to fit into your $50 cap on your roster. So if you yeah. pick up a player for $1 in the auction draft, he's effectively going to cost you $0.25 cents on your salary cap. His, his contract will be $0.25. Cents. Yeah, correct. So in the league we were in, we saw guys like CMC get drafted for think CMC got drafted for $80 divided by 4 that's a $20 cap hit against your $74 that's a lot of cheddar but you want CMC you may have to pay for it yeah you will have to pay for it you will have to you absolutely will have to pay for it there will be no freebies <laughs> well you do say that but when we look at our current rosters so late in the auction draft, Owen took a shot on a little-known rookie called Chase Claypool for $3. He's on his roster for $0.75. Cents. So Chase Claypool cost an Owen 75, $0.75. Cents. You know? So it can all happen. Mastermind. It can all happen. There you go. Sounds like a good pick. Sounds like a good pick. A good pick. A good pick. So that's that's how how the auction works. So I pick one of one. I nominate whoever. Owen has picked one or two. He nominates whoever. But like so, and there are different strategies. You can go off and search the internet as to the best strategies. But know that the player you nominate may end up on your team. You can nominate a player that you've no interest in 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 signing and let other guys hash it out. You can nominate a guy that you do want. Uh, it's really up to you how you go about it, but just know that the player you nominate may be on your squad. So steer clear of uh, absolute duds. And look. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so... Uh, yeah, it'll be done. It'll be done in two halves. So the first half of the draft will be that uh, that first ten rounds in auction, and then the second half of the draft will be a standard snake snake uh, snake draft. Yeah. So those final uh, twelve or thirteen rounds uh, will uh, will be done in snake order. So the idea is is that we will set the draft order for the auction draft and that set order will be flipped for the snake draft so if I pick 101 in the auction draft I have pick 112 effectively in the uh, in the snake draft and so on so if we have to do uh, if we have to do the draft on a different site uh, the auction draft on a different site we will then be able to flip to uh, to sleeper to see it out. 
So yeah, the auction, the auction draft, and the snake draft will potentially be on separate sites. Yeah, the snake yeah. will always. Which, the snake will be on Sleeper, where the league is being run and everything. Once the snake draft is finished on Sleeper, everything will be on Sleeper from then on in. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Hopefully, they'll get their auction, uh, their auction uh, thing together, and um, and we'll be able to do the future uh, veteran auction drafts uh, on Sleeper moving forward. Yeah, yeah, that's the plan. Alrighty, moving down along, free agency and waivers. So, once the draft is complete, you of course can take guys off the waiver wire who are free agents. And by doing that, you have to stay within obviously the salary cap and obviously within the roster limits. So you've got a 22-man roster. You've got to drop someone to pick them up if you've got a full roster. That's self-explanatory. Guys being taken off the free agency list are costing you $1 per player. Unless, unless they were drafted. So, for example, if Owen decided to cut Chase Claypool, cost him 75 cents. He said, ah, I don't like the look of this guy. I'm going to cut him. He cuts Claypool. Claypool sitting on the free agency list. If someone else picks up Claypool, he only costs them what he was drafted for. So 75 cents. So instead of a buck, 75. However, if I decided to say, Christian McCaffrey is costing me too much money, I'm cutting him and his $20 off my roster. If Christian McCaffrey is on the free agent list, he's going to cost the new owner 20 bucks to pick him up. So undrafted guys cost $1. All drafted guys cost how much they were drafted for. Yeah, that's in terms of their contract price, not exactly. their FAB price. Separate. No. A nice lead-in to FAB. What is FAB? Free agent acquisition budget. This is the way... Uh, that free that that waivers are going to effectively work in this league and in our redraft league for those who are in it. You're going to get a budget every year of a hundred dollars. This is separate and nothing got to do with your salary, uh, your salary cap. This is just a budget to take guys off free agency. For example, again, like this year, Christian McCaffrey got a bad injury. Mike Davis came in and absolutely dominated, and effectively it was whoever had higher waiver priority got to take him. But with the fab system, everyone again gets to bid. And you blind bid, you've only got one bid, one shot. Do you want that, Mike Davis? you got to go get him. So I put an example in the thing. I bid 25 and send it off into sleep. Owen bid 27 and send it off. And once the waivers are sorted out, Owen wins it because he bid $2 more than me. And he loses... He's back down to seventy-three dollars remaining on his fab. I still have a hundred because I didn't. I didn't win the bid, and I can go bid on someone else. So Owen gets Mike Davis added in for uh, for a dollar salary, and he has to cut someone probably to uh, to fit him in. Yeah, the exciting part with the fab is because it's blind bidding. You don't when it comes when the waivers 
when the waivers go through on a Wednesday morning, you're rushing to see who you got, who got who, how much did they bid on them. Oh, it's fun. It is fun. It is fun. And it, and it, and it means you've got to be more careful with who you pick up. You can't just pick up yeah. the flavor of the week every week because you've got a high priority. You've got a budget. But once you get down to zero, you can still obviously pick up guys for zero. And again, the waivers are set, say, for Tuesday morning or Wednesday morning, whatever it is. Once that initial waiver period is over, you can go and pick up anyone else off the waiver wire for, for zero. Uh, but again, he's going to cost you a dollar against your salary and you gotta you got to fit him in, cut someone to get him in. Yeah, you got to fit him in the roster size and cap space. Yeah, it's definitely a fairer and uh, and uh, a more fun way to do free agency. Yeah, but it just gives you it gives guys a chance if you lose one of your stud players that you can go and get his replacement, like with the CMC last year, like with Barkley last year. You know what I mean? If that big guy goes down, like say if you have Dalvin Cook, it gives you the chance, even though you've had a good start to the season and you don't have waiver priority, it still gives you a chance to go and get the Alexander Madison. Yeah, exactly. You know? Exactly. It's, yeah. uh, your season it's, isn't over if you lose your stud, you can still get the replacement. Yeah. But again, you got a pony up. Yeah. You want him? Go get him. There you go. Alrighty. That's it. Are you going to be gun shy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or is are you going to bid 20 bucks when the nearest was 6 bucks? Are you going to waste yeah. a lot of fab on some <laughs> yeah, guys? It can, yeah. It, it can go both ways. <laughs> it happens. It happens. That's it. Are you going to pick up Ben Danucci? Spend 10 quid on him? Yeah. Used to know. Used to know. Moving on is Article 5 and Player Contracts. This is the crux of this league, of a salary cap league, and this is the most fun part of the league. What do you think? <laughs> this, is where, this is where all the decisions are made. This is where you can win or lose. Now, when I say the word fun, I know it's going to mean stress to a lot of others. <laughs> <laughs> headaches yeah big decisions to be made so effectively at the end of the first season you're going to have to decide what players you're going to keep what players you're going to cut how you're going to rebuild your roster how you're going to keep your roster strong and all of myself are in the midst of these constant struggles uh, and, and and thoughts uh, over the last couple of months since the season ended. So, in their first year, all players assigned to single season deals. So, the guys that we've just drafted are all on your squad, subject to a salary cap of seventy four dollars. At the end of the season, into the off season, you have to offer them a contract extension to keep them on your team, or you just release them into free agency. Now, guys released uh, are going to be redrafted again in a draft in, in an auction, veteran auction, and we'll get to all that. So, any or all players on your roster can be signed to long-term contracts ranging one to five years, but there's a cost to sign each player to the contract. They will either have the same salary 
that they had this year, effectively, if they've done badly or have been injured and haven't been one of the best at their position, or if they are one of the best at their position, they're due a salary increase. And that is based on how well they've essentially performed in, 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 in year one. So, before we talk about franchise players, we'll talk about the salary increases. So, we've got a full list on the system, or on the guide. Quarterbacks, running backs, wide receivers, tight ends, defenses, and kickers. They're all subject to, all subject to, uh, to increase. So, if you've got any quarterback, range 1 to 3, he's going to get a 40% increase in year 1 subject to a $2 minimum and then 20% increase in subsequent years. That's what that means. For example, I have Josh Allen in our current Dynasty League. He cost me $4.75. But he finished in the top 3 this year. He had a stellar season. So he's going to cost me going forward. If I want to sign him for a one-year deal, he gets a 40% increase sub, uh, subject to a $2 minimum. Now, 40% of 4.75 is less than 2 bucks, so he's going to cost me an additional 2 bucks. So if I sign him for a one-year deal, it'll cost me $6.75 next year. Now, if I want to uh, sign him longer than that, every subsequent year after that, it's going to be 20% increase on his base salary. So that's 20% of 4.75, which rounded out is a dollar. So next year, he'll cost me the minimum increase, $2, $6.75, and then every other year, he'll cost me an additional dollar each year. 7.75, 8 7.75, 9.75, 10.75. If I sign him for a full five years. In five years' time, he'll cost me 10.75 of my $74. And that's how it goes. For all quarterbacks, all running backs, all wide receivers. So, uh, what I'd say to you is, I would not worry about that situation doing your initial draft. Is that correct, Owen? Yeah, yeah. It's, um, it's not something you even need to be considering in the initial draft. This isn't something you no. need. You will actually be thinking about until... I mean, you might be thinking about it during, during the season if you're doing trades and things like that, but really this isn't going to come into effect until the end of the year, the end of the initial first year. Yeah. As we said, in the draft, if you want a guy, go get him. Don't worry about the contract situations next year. You you can you can sort things out. Yeah. Yeah, he can be Absolutely. traded. Yep. He can be dropped, re-picked up. There's several things that can happen. Absolutely, absolutely. Shouldn't uh, be, we've seen it. In this the... shouldn't be on your mind when you're drafting at all, in in the slightest. No, no. You'll figure all that out. You're you're out there to win year one. You'll deal with year two and to year five, further down yeah. the line. Uh, for example, as we said in our league, Christian McCaffrey was uh, was uh, auctioned for uh, twenty dollars, effectively, of the of the salary cap. He's been traded twice during the season because obviously he went down with injury. Uh, it, it killed the team of the guy he was on. Um, 
and he wanted to clear that salary cap, so he traded McCaffrey plus some of his cap just to ease the hit on the next guy, and uh, that guy again flipped him again to 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 someone else who took a chance, and now he's got to deal with Christian McCaffrey's uh, Christian McCaffrey's salary going forward. But of course, McCaffrey yeah. didn't play this year. He doesn't feature in the top. 30 running backs, so he doesn't have a salary increase, but he's still costing $20 across the board. So, decision's going to have to be made. Does he sign Christian McCaffrey long-term, or does he cut him, let him back into free agency, and into a veteran draft, and hopefully pick him up for 10 bucks? Who knows? That's uh, one of the... Um more fun elements of this type of league as well that you just touched on there literally everyone is on the table for trades because of cap room because of rookie drafting it just makes everyone available like as we as you said there cmc traded twice during the season and they were all due to cap issues and the guy who originally had him was trying to was not having a good season so he's trying to get rid of cap make space for the future get draft picks in yeah. the guy who eventually ended up with him was trying to make a run at the title so he wanted to get a good guy like CMC in so he made uh, made some trades opened up some more cap room for himself so he could bring CMC in things like that absolutely ultimately absolutely. failing and, at his and, uh, attempt to win title <laughs> uh, yeah well he, he lost in the final it was, a, it was a good effort it was a good effort and he didn't have CMC he obviously CMC didn't come back so uh yeah. So, so there you go. But, but you're absolutely correct. Everyone, everyone is tradable, which is also fun. In a standard yeah. dynasty league, in a standard dynasty league without a salary cap, if you pick up a stud like a Patrick Mahomes or like a Devontae Adams or like a Christian McCaffrey, you could hold on to him for the rest of his career without anyone getting a shot. But if you, again, Patrick Mahomes this year is uh, is in our league, and I'll just jump quickly to... Uh, $18 is cost his cost. $18 he was drafted for, but he finished his QB1. He's got a 40% increase. His salary next year will be $25.25. And if he signed to a five-year deal in five years' time, will cost that team forty point two five dollars out of a salary cap seventy-two dollars. That is unsustainable. I mean, can you even afford to keep Patrick Mahomes on your team for twenty-five bucks, one third of your entire salary cap? Probably not. Maybe he does. Maybe he signs him for one more year. Maybe he doesn't. Maybe he puts him back into the auction draft, and everyone gets a shot at Patrick Mahomes. These oh, are the man. questions. These are the questions. And that's what makes this so much fun. So much fun. Yeah. We have our own questions, Owen. Look at my team. I've got Miles Sanders. He's on an $8 salary. Next year, going to cost 9.75. And will cost 9.75 for the next five years if I sign him a five-year deal. But is Miles Sanders worth 
effectively $10 of my salary cap when he hasn't performed to that level? Do I let him off into the free agent draft and maybe pick up someone else who's a little bit better for a little bit cheaper? Do I pick up Miles Sanders again? Maybe a little bit cheaper because I've loads of salary cap space and other guys don't. Again, these are the questions. Owen's got similar questions. Josh Jacobs cost him $10.25. Had a reasonably good season. Next year, going to cost him 13 and a half bucks. In five years, it will cost him 18 and a half. That's too much. Is I like your much? hustle, but you're cut. No. <laughs> but unlike me, Owen's got backup. He's got Cam Akers for three and a half dollars. Got Dave Montgomery for four dollars. Got Miles Gaskin for a dollar twenty-five. AJ Dillon for a dollar. Naheem Hines for a dollar. He can afford to let go of his Josh Jacobs. I'm less optimistic. I've got Raheem Mostert. I've got Chase Edmonds. JD McKissick. They're not on the same page as David Montgomery and Cam Akers. So Owen can afford to let him go. So does that mean I need to keep Miles Sanders for my stud running back? But then is he costing me too much money? Ah! The questions. The questions. <laughs> oh, it's class. <laughs> it is. It is good times. It's good times. As I'm low at running back. Our, this has literally been our conversation for like two months. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. But while, while I'm poor at running back, I've stacked at receiver. Of Calvin Ridley. Cost me seven and a half dollars. DK Metcalf. Cost me 2.75 bucks. A steal. In five years' time, he's only going to cost me seven dollars. Stud. Of Jerry Judy for three bucks, Cooper Cup for four bucks, DJ Chark for three bucks, Alan Lazard for a dollar. I've loads of options of receiver. But what do you do? What do you do when the rookie draft is coming down the line? Yeah. New rookie studs coming in for cheap. Do I decide to hell with Can Cooper Cup? Hell with Jerry Judy. Find that next Chase Claypool. Find that next Justin Jefferson. That next T. Higgins. Oh, yeah. A lot of questions to be yeah. asked. So, a lot of questions a, a, to be asked, as we stand. Answered. That's it. As we stand right now, we are going to, uh, in our current league, we're going to do the, uh, the rookie draft after the NFL rookie draft. And at that point, you're then going to make your cuts. So a week after that draft, we're going to make our cuts. And then we're going to head to a veteran auction draft. So again, that's going to be an auction draft. Uh, for all players that are sitting on the on the waiver wire. And you can only draft with the salary cap you have remaining. Yeah. So it's so all the players that have been caught. Anyone who's not on a team, essentially. Absolutely. Yeah. Rookies, veterans, everyone. Everyone's open yeah. for, for adding to your squad. And, uh, yeah, that's that's going to be fun. We're looking forward to that and uh, how this is going to shape our team. And this, again, is something you're going to think about this time next year. You're not going to think about it in the initial draft. Our advice is absolutely go and get the guys you want to get. If you can get them yeah. for cheap, then happy days. But... Uh, 
construct a plan to get the guys you want. Form a strategy that will help you in getting the guys you want in the auction. Yep. And then when you're in it, it might go tits up anyway, because you're going to be high on adrenaline, because it actually gets very exciting. <laughs> it does. And, uh, and uh, look, that, that's what happened to me. I kind of sat back uh, sat back in the early part of the draft, and then I uh, picked up Josh Allen at a reasonable price. Then someone nominated Carson Wentz, and I thought, yeah, he looks okay. I then got him for a, a decent price. And with a couple of roster spots, I just, uh, someone put up Baker Mayfield. I just thought, I think he might break out. And I think I might solidify my, my dynasty quarterback zone with Allen, Wentz, Mayfield. And I got Mayfield for three and a half dollars. But Mayfield Mistake. didn't turn out. Absolutely. He didn't turn up for most of the season. I eventually cut him or traded him. I'm not sure what I did. I got rid of him anyway. Uh, he had a good end to the season, but most likely is going to be dropped by the current guy who has him, and he's going to end up in the in the veteran draft. He'd probably get picked up for a dollar. You know, mistake. But I got carried away. Is 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 my thoughts there? I got carried away. I took Baker Mayfield for three bucks. Then I was effectively at my ten man limit when Kareem Hunt got picked up for twenty five cents. Chase Claypool got picked up for $0.75 cents because guys, you know, didn't or had a plan to pick someone else or did, or they had their 10 players picked. Yep. Yeah. Or ran out of cap. It's good. Or ran out of cap. Absolutely. It's good times. Yep. And we saw a lot of that. We saw a lot of guys, uh, two or three of the teams in our auction draft, went out and loaded up on three or four studs, blew their entire load on those first three guys, and effectively every time it came around for them to bid on someone, they were bidding the ba- the basic dollar, hopefully getting guys. Yeah. And uh, and that's what happens. Sometimes you get a steal, sometimes you don't. Uh, also, one thing I just want to touch on there, we would encourage you to... Go out and go onto these sites like Yahoo and things like that and do some mock drafts just so you know how it works before we... Absolutely. You know what I mean? The ins and outs, where the buttons are, what to click on because once it starts, it's going to be 30-second time limit on players and once the time's up, the time's up whether you know how to bid or not. Yeah. So yeah. And, and, and strongly and, encouraged and, to figure out how to do that shit on your own. <laughs> <laughs> and right now the most likely destination for the auction draft will be Yahoo uh, so as Owen said you can go on there and do some uh, do some mock drafts I'm not sure if the latest mock drafts are available in Yahoo but they will be over the coming months and we're not going to we'll run this draft probably in May after the NFL uh, rookie draft has been has been done which means that all this year's rookie uh, rookie players will be available in the initial draft. Yeah. Okay. So we've touched on a lot of stuff there. 
Um, as we flick down through, as we said about trading, everyone is tradable. Players are tradable. Future draft picks are tradable. They are listed on the, the on the uh, the sleeper website, so you can you can add in uh, draft picks. Uh, your waiver fab is tradable. If you still have a hundred bucks worth of fab there, that can be thrown into a deal. And cap space can be tradable for current or future years. So how this has worked in our league, for example, is that. Uh, one of the guys wanted on Lord CS, uh, CMC. The guy who's taken CMC, firstly, can't fit him in under his current cap. But the guy giving him up obviously has now $20 worth of cap to play with. So he said, I'll give you CMC plus 8 bucks to get you under the cap for this year. And I'll give you $5 for next year's cap. And you give me whatever he got. Draft picks in response or a player, whatever he got. Which means the guy with CMC has been given $8 to get him under the cap this year. Or to increase his cap basically from 74 to 82 to fit in uh, Christian McCaffrey. And 5 next year. So his next year's cap will be 79 instead of 74. But he doesn't have to re-sign Christian McCaffrey. And he still gets the benefit of $5. But those are the trades. So it's up to you to trade as best you can or to uh, to figure all that out. And just know it's not trading player for player as it is in the, in the redraft or two players for one or whatever. Yeah, yeah, you got to be conscious. About yeah, and you got to be conscious about the salary cap and the implications uh, going forward. So... Multi-team trades can also be agreed. I give Owen McCaffrey. Owen gives Anna Chubb. Anna gives me Mahomes. Whatever. You know what I mean? You, you, can, you can do that kind of stuff. If that's the way trade. you want to do it. <laughs> um, and look, Commissioner steps in vetoing trades that are You would normally say uh, collusion involved, but again, it's a more difficult. Uh, it's a blurry line in, in in your salary cap league. Someone could be trading some big household names, but he's trying to clear cap, get draft picks, and make a run next year. He's not. Uh, he's trying to rebuild. So. Uh, so uh, you're big boys. You're on your own. Yeah. Uh, Article 7 is league standings which are all fairly uh, self-explanatory uh, top two teams play for championship bottom two teams play for the toilet bowl and uh, the number one uh, overall pick but uh, but in cases of, uh, of tanking you still need to uh, under, the, under the rules the initial rules you still need to field your teams. You still need to be going out to win. You can't be. Uh, you can't be uh, losing on purpose or playing in league lineups. Absolutely. And that leads us on to Article Eight: the practice squad. 
And this is where you build your dynasty team of the future. So every year after the NFL holds their rookie draft, we will do likewise. The 101 pick going to the player who lost the toilet bowl. And the 1.12 spot goes to the championship winner with all other teams in between. Of course, subject to trade. All these draft choices are tradable. So we'll have a four-round snake draft, standard draft, no auction, uh, and you can and, and you're only uh, bringing in rookies. And those rookies go into your practice squad. And after the rookie draft, and you've got guys on your on, on your practice squad, you then get to decide your contracts and your cuts to your main roster. So if you draft Trevor Lawrence with the 101 this year, which is the most likely uh, draft pick this year, um, and you want to bring him straight into your squad, he's going to cost you $2. Any first-round pick is going to cost you a $2 base salary. Any second-round pick is going to cost you $1.25. And any third-round pick is going to cost you $0.50. Cents. Now, they don't cost you any salary when they sit on your practice squad. They only cost salary when you bring them into your main squad. But, of course, you may have to drop guys to do that. Or you have a guy sitting there. You have a, a Chase Claypool sitting on your bench or sitting on your practice squad as a second-round pick, and suddenly he starts to break out. You're like, ooh, I need to get him into my squad. I'm going to bring him in. He's a second-round pick. Going to cost a base salary $1.25. He's got the fit in your roster size and your salary cap. So you're obviously, you may have to cut somebody cut two guys to get him in uh, if you're tight against the cap uh, and so on uh, but you get to make those decisions um, before you start doling out contracts so you might sign your Trevor Lawrence he's coming in at two dollars that allows you to cut your Baker Mayfield for 3.25 you're saving on cap you're getting a better player in etc yep. now you may be forced to move a guy onto your main roster. Why you would do such a thing, I don't know. But we're going to say you're going to anyway. You're going to have a Trevor Lawrence or a Chase, uh, Lamar Chase, uh, sitting on your on your practice squad. This year you could have Justin Jefferson sitting on your practice squad, and he goes all. He's he's in one of the top. He's one of the top receivers this season, and because of that, he's forced. To be uh, to be put into your main squad, but why you wouldn't have done that uh, <laughs> yeah. in the first place is uh, is beyond this me. But scenario uh, so obscure, <laughs> so obscure, but it's there. But we cover uh, all bases. We cover all bases. That's that's what we're trying to do. On that is what we're trying to do. Trying to cover all bases. Um. So look, that's the practice squad. Now, if a player is brought up to your main roster from your practice squad, he cannot go back down. But uh, but subsequent free agents, poor rookies, can be brought into practice squad. But but year on year, you can leave guys there. Uh, but each player has a time limit of three years. So if you bring in uh, a third round pick, in the hope that he might break out, you can leave him sit there for three years. Uh, and if he doesn't break out, he's going to be dumped. Um, but. Yeah. Uh, this is what happens, particularly with uh, lower round uh, 
uh, running backs. You find a lot of tight ends uh, don't don't break out initially. Takes them a couple of years to settle in. You could have a stash of tight ends on your bench in the hope that one of them uh, two years down the line is going to become the man somewhere, and uh, then you can bring him in. Happy days. Yep. Or guys don't go into the ideal scenario. Um, examples of that this year might have been Cam Akers or, you know, J.K. Dobbins. You might have left them season on your uh, on your practice squad for the year, and you might be ready to bring them up in the new year. Bring them up now, because now they're, now they're the man. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Alrighty. So Article Nine is is about the rookie draft, uh, which we've already uh, we've already talked about. Um, and then the free agent veteran draft, which we've also alluded to, but basically what this is is that uh, is that uh, all players, rookies and veterans and guys who are cut, all go back into the big pool, and we have another free agent auction draft uh, during the summer, uh, where everyone gets to bid with the cap room they have left. Importantly, the cap room they have left. Uh, so you can't just wander in there. You've got five bucks. You can't bid six bucks just to drive up the price or, or what have you. Uh, you're going to be. Uh, you're going to just have uh, the kind of cap you've left to sign up some guys who have been cut potentially. Yeah. Or uh, yeah. And there will be plenty of them. There will be. There'll be a fair amount of turnaround every year. There's. Yeah. Guys are going to get too expensive for what they're worth. And they will have to be caught. And there's gonna be Absolutely. there's gonna be there's gonna be bigger names on offer every year than you might initially think. Absolutely. Now, me and Owen again have been talking about the current league we're in, and we're only guessing, but based on the price of players, these are the kind of guys we think are going to be in this year's redraft, or in in in, in the veteran draft because they're too costly. They include. Patrick Mahomes, Dalvin Cook, Nick Chubb, Alvin Kamara, Austin Eckler, Aaron Jones, Zeke Elliott, Josh Jacobs, Miles Sanders, uh, Joe Mixon, Tyreek Hill, DeAndre Hopkins, Michael Thomas, Amari Cooper, TJ Moore, Kenny Galladay, Juju Smith-Schuster, Deontay Johnson, Michael Sicky, Robin Gronkowski. I mean... Some huge names in there are going to go again because it's tough to justify <laughs> the increases that these guys have got based on where they were, uh, how much they were drafted for. Effectively, Correct. you've got other guys then like OBJ, who I think is costing seven and a half bucks. It's just too much, too much to pay for OBJ. He's can't stay on the field. He's definitely a cut candidate. Oh. I'm not in charge of the team that OBJ is on, but if I was that guy, I'm I'm surely cutting him. So we're only guessing that these guy guys actually, are going to be on the uh, block. Yeah, that guy actually also has Kenny G for seven and a half as well, and was a bit of a sick note this year. Now it doesn't have Stafford as Goff. He could be on the block too. Well, be it he's a free agent, he could land in a good spot, and then he could be a keeper. You just don't know. Well, you just don't know. Don't know what's going to happen. Julio Jones is also on that list. Costing twelve dollars. Is that too much for such a, a veteran? But he's outstanding when he's playing. Albeit well, I got I saw I saw a good tweet. I saw a good tweet about Julio Jones. It's like Julio Julio Jones scores 
doesn't score enough touchdowns. Gets a lot of yards, doesn't score touchdowns. I saw a good tweet during the week where a guy asked, did Julio Jones sleep with the, with the end zone's wife or something? <laughs> <laughs> I like it. That's it. That's it. So, but as we said, as we said, and, and we would say this, again, don't worry about this stuff until this time next year. Go get that roster to go yeah. win the first championship. Don't, uh, you know, these these problems are for 12 months down the road. Uh, and we're not saying that to put you off or to do anything. It's, it's, it's a level playing field. Um, go after the guys you want to go after. That's certainly what I'm going to be doing. I can, uh, I can tell you from first-hand experience that some of these decisions are made a little easier when you're sitting on that first first winning season and that first ring. Yeah, yeah. I that's uh, and that's, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, absolutely. Owen won, and uh, yeah, he's 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 got a title under his belt. He's got money in the bank. Uh, he's got his next three or four seasons paid for. Yeah, you know, happy days. You know, that's that's yeah, where he's at. But he can afford. He can afford. Yeah, you can afford to make some cuts. You can afford to start to retinker and rebuild your roster a little bit. Stay competitive yet. Set yourself up for uh, continued uh, continued success or continued uh, being at the top and dynasty. fighting for those championships. Yeah, I'm building a dynasty. Build that dynasty. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Which brings us nicely into prizes. So it's going to be 20, 20, 20 quid ahead. 20 quid per season. We'll start with two years up front, 40, 40 quid. Uh, I'll uh, I'll take care of the money. Uh, we'll sort out where that money is sent to, etc. in time. Uh, and then the breakdown. 20, uh, 20 euros for each division winner. So you win your division, you've effectively paid for your season. The highest scoring week whatever team has the highest score on any given week, uh, highest score when the season's over. Uh, that's the highest weekly score when the season's over. Gets 20, uh, 20 euro. Third place finishes 20 euro. Runner-up gets 40 euro. Championship winner gets 100 euros. And maybe a championship ring since we're all jealous of uh, Anna's recent, recent purchase. Yeah, yeah. Could be a ring we'll on offer. Out. We'll think about that. We'll think about that. Maybe the championship winner will get eighty dollar, eighty euros on a championship ring, something like that. Yeah, and prizes we'll, uh, do we'll stack, so you prizes do stack, so you could potentially yeah, if you're your if you're a division win winner, potentially be one hundred and forty. One hundred and forty, absolutely. If you're highest scoring week and you win your division and you win the championship, one hundred and forty moolah. So guys, there you have it. There's a, a flick down through. We've gone into 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 some detail. Uh, the, this podcast has obviously gone on <laughs> much longer than our usual weekly 20-25 uh, minute uh, bite size uh, podcasts. Um, but look, we just want to get the points across. Um, hit us up with questions. We want to um, really kind of finalize this document and get it in place and then uh, Look forward to doing the draft, hopefully sometime in May. The uh, 
the NFL rookie draft is uh, is uh, the end of April. So you know, a few a couple of weeks after that, maybe we'll uh, we'll try and pencil in a date. Uh, you know, we could all still be sitting at home. Who knows what's uh, what's what's happening? But uh, we'll organize a, a, a Zoom or something, and uh, we'll all get online and uh, and have a bit of fun. Um, so look, hit us up with questions. Um, happy to answer them. Happy to do another podcast to go more in depth into any of the sections. Um, but yeah, look, we're delighted. Everyone seems to be uh, everyone seems to be g'd up for it. We're uh, we're delighted because. Uh, we are. We're seriously having a ball in this other in this other uh, similar league, and uh, we want to uh, want to extend the fun to you guys. Yeah, this is uh, for sure the the big boy table. So we're all doing it uh, big style now. It's gonna be great. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited. And uh, and for those in the redraft league, we'll uh, we'll talk about that in uh, probably in August. Yeah, yeah. I'm. Uh... I'm excited for everything. I'm excited to draft. I'm excited for the NFL rookie draft. I'm excited to see who's in my division. Get some smack talk going. You're all gonna lose. It's gonna be great. <laughs> and of course, the league, the new league season will start 17th of March, St. Patrick's Day. That is uh, the start of free agency. Uh, guys are going to have to be franchise tagged or signed by. I think the franchise date is around the 9th or 10th of March. Uh, yeah. guys, everyone's everyone's a free agent then after that, and uh, there should be lots of movement. Salary caps coming down, teams are under pressure. Going to be cut city. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of guys um at the end of their deals, and they can't all be franchise tagged. So no. it's gonna be it's gonna be fun to see where people land and how that changes your view of them in the fantasy landscape. For sure. For sure. That's it. <laughs> Alright guys, thanks for listening to Season 1, Episode 1 of the Balls Deep Dynasty Fantasy Podcast. Look forward to hitting you over the airways for the entire year. Not to talk of the entire season. We'll uh, be breaking down the um, rookie draft maybe and we'll be breaking down the uh, the auction draft, etc. After all that goes down, we'll give you our usual grades, and uh, and we'll talk about uh, everything NFL as we head to the new season. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm sure there'll be uh, lots of news upcoming, and some good, some bad for everybody. It's gonna be great. That's it. That's it. Thanks, guys. Talk soon. Bye.